Hello, 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 and welcome to uh, Midden's Mosaic. Uh, it is, yes, the four of us are palace guards in Constantinople. It's Milo, Alice, Hussein, and Riley. Uh, and we are, sta- we are standing around the por- portrayal of Mosaic where we're speculating, uh, what will the uh, palace eunuchs do when mm. confronted with uh, Emperor Theodo- Empress Theodosia's treachery? It is Yon Free One. <laughs> I'm, I'm stealing Varangian Guard Valor. I'm like carving my name into the Aya Sophia. <laughs> That's right. It is, uh, it is here. It's, it's real Byzantine hours mm-hmm. uh, over, yeah. over here at the podcast. We love, we love Byzantine uh, operations and disputes <laughs> in the British government. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's great. It's a, uh, where we, of course, uh, make mosaics that are then distributed to uh, Cappadocian farmers uh, and you know minor southern Italian city-state functionaries, where they can wonder, um, you know, is 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 Empress Theodosia going to have to answer to the bureaucracy uh, for her many crimes against the decency of the state? Yeah, and was there a cake? <laughs> surely, surely they're going to get her this time. After uh, yeah. at long last. Mm. Quosque tandem, Boris. <laughs> Abutere patientia no. nostra. No, no, uh, it's, it's just, just kidding. It's not a mosaic, and we're not in the Byzantine Empire. Uh, it's, it's TF, and mm. it's a podcast. Um, yeah. No, I, well, I, I, look. What would it be the there, Byzantine version of a podcast? Uh, we would be, we would be like, yeah, traveling bards. Traveling bards. Yeah, mm. okay. I've, yeah, I mean, look, again, I, this is not my area expect- expertise, so I'm leaving it to you guys to decide what that is. I, I think we're we are creating mosaics and then having them sent round from southern Italy to like Circassia. So I would have thought, I would have, I, I would have thought the mosaics were kind of like the equivalent to t-shirts and like hoodies and Ooh, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we put yeah. the design on the back of the mosaic tiles because we think it looks cooler, but nobody can see anything. They just think it's a regular mm. floor. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah right. that's right. One right. day, uh, all of the oral tradition of trash shooting will be written down by one guy <laughs> who will be falsely assumed to be its all. <laughs> Remember ye when the Scuterios was uh, a, a rough and tumble? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's no. right. I'd like to no, see uh, Andronicus Comnenos wriggle his way out of this one. <laughs> no, uh, it's look, I. I, I'm I'm going to be honest with all of you. Uh, I would be very happy to never talk about Partygate again. So we're basically not going to. It's... Remember when the Vigiles had a Gladius? <laughs> <laughs> I I, th- I think okay, we would perfectly survive the like fall of Constantinople and then also just become Ottoman bards. We're all, we're all yeah, just we like, doing like reclining a... on divans, wearing progressively larger turbans, like throwing heated combs at our various servants to make them like eating delight. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Yelling at we, we change the yeah, name right. of the like uh, the 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 weekly bardic repartee that we all do from like mm. Midden's Mosaic to like the most excellent and sublime, uh, re- you know, recitation. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah, illuminated recitation that's what we're doing no um uh, the reason we i talk about this right is that uh, i'm not going to keep following these revelations day by day uh they're dumb and boring uh, i've they're stopped dumb and boring now. and they're uh, a symptom of something that's gone very badly wrong um I, I i sort of got into this on twitter a while back but like sue gray being this sort of like uh political punchline is deeply deeply weird she's not supposed you're not supposed to know who that lady is no 
But also, she's like, the new Jackie Weaver. That's no, also you're not supposed to, no, no, that's different. Yeah. That's just someone who like. <laughs> well, no, that's just that's the some, thing. That's what the yeah. jokes turned out to be. But it's like it's like yeah, doing it's Jackie that's Weaver, incorrect. but it's Alan Dulles. It's like yeah. my yeah. My, my impression <laughs> is that Sue Gray to like some libs is supposed to be like a Robert Mueller figure, right? Or yes. at least hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Like, there's like this moment, and it's happened with Dominic Cummings thing. It kind of happened when Boris got COVID. Uh, a little bit where like COVID was our Robert Mueller where, yeah. where, where like there was, was investigating where like, Morris. you know, even if you didn't really want to talk about it and even though you sort of knew that like it wasn't going to lead any material change, you're like, okay, it could be funny to see this man like cry and could like to see, you know, see him have to resign or whatever. Right. Like, but then it kind of gets ruined and it gets ruined by two things. First of all, it gets ruined by like YouTubers and like led by donkeys and stuff. Like they immediately make it cringe and therefore um, unappealing and just proof that, okay, this isn't going to work. Right. So wherever like led by donkeys go, you should just go the other way because it's oh, just not going to put happen. my marker down right now. Hussein led by donkeys. If this like goes one way, again, I'm not going to speculate how it goes, but if it does go the way that she like ends up, you know, writing some report or whatever led by donkeys is going to like, takes like millions of pounds from people to like make a big billboard outside uh outside of parliament to say that she should be like made a day it's the same i think it's the same instinct you're right as, as robert Mueller. i think it's also the same instinct as to do a bit of continuity here the right wing thing of oh what if we just got the army in what if we what if we rode some cataphracts into the into the emperor's palace and they sorted it out is like it's it's so constrained. It's like, okay, well, the thing is clearly broken. We need someone to fix it. Uh, how about uh, anybody off this list of people who have spent their entire lives in this system making it work this way? <laughs> well, sorry, and also, what, what was going to be your second thing? I cut you uh, off. Sorry. Fuck, I mean, I don't, I, uh, I don't actually remember what the second one was, but, but <laughs> off the top of my head, don't make yeah. me have a second thing. <laughs> yeah, off, off, off the top, that's emotional labor. Off the top of my head, it's also just like the kind of you know, this just the time that it takes. And I think after a while, like it just sort of gets boring. I don't know. I could be wrong, right? Like I like this could this no, could like right. this could like lead to like him kind of like the toppling and based on like other Tory revelations, including stuff that isn't related to Partygate, um, but like but has come out like quite recently. Um, you know, you can definitely like see that as a possibility. I think I think there's also just like the broad the my my kind of worry is that if the, with the collapse of the Conservative Party happens over like these kind of scandals. Um, the discourse that's going to be surrounded is not like they kind of got toppled by their own incompetence, but we were right that what we needed was sensible adults in the room. Yeah, it was a victory um, for civility and following yeah. the rules. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, but Boris really is in trouble now because the Janissaries are investigating him. <laughs> yeah, what, well, just, did we go from Byzantine to Ottoman while just, recording just this like flawlessly, flawlessly, mm. yeah. as 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 they did in history? I mean, like, yeah. It, 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 the thing I find about it is that, like, what exactly are we investigating well, here? Because it, it goes, the thing is, I I almost want to say that doesn't matter, yeah. right? What 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 I think matters, right, is that the entire. No, because the, 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 the like politics, breaches of the on. rules and the crimes and stuff; those are all yeah. like flagrant and obvious. The, like yeah, inve investigating them is in itself a farce. This is what I mean, as in, like, no one actually disputes any of the facts, more or less. There's nothing to be investigated. All that's disputed is yeah. whether or not that constitutes a party or not, which is basically <laughs> yeah. a philosophical inquiry. <laughs> yeah, at this point. Was, 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 was yourself in the gentleman having a symposium? 
Yeah. But <laughs> so I... would you agree, Crito, that the presence <laughs> of a cake does not necessitate <laughs> the presence of a party? I don't <laughs> rightly know, Socrates. <laughs> yeah, we got we got Plato in to try and uh, and 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 use his theory of the forms. But no, <laughs> yeah. the reason I think like the content of this is something that is no longer even interesting or worth paying attention to is that the overall form of where the political life of a society is reduced to wild speculation as to how the how an individual functionary of that society is going to do its job, right? Where you have civil servants who become celebrities, whether they're Robert Mueller or whether it's this Sue Gray person, right? Then something has gone badly wrong in your democracy. Like that we're looking now at this point, you're looking at your democratic machine, right? And you're saying, ah, I wonder, it will will this will this civil servant sort of write everything by doing her job? Will this uh, and you it's know, not her job. Her job. Lawyer. Her yeah. job for the past fucking, you know, fifty years almost has been to be a fixer and a bag woman and to like cover up this kind of shit. Now she's in this position where not only is she like uh, sort of like has the power to possibly topple the government, um, but but now she's a household name off of it. <laughs> well, it's it's. I think when when your politi- when your politicians and more importantly your functionaries become celebrities, it's because there is a broad-based and almost immovable sense that things are badly, badly going mm. wrong. And there's a desperation for someone to come and save you. But what's happening is that actually what you're looking at is not a functionary doing their job. You're not looking at the investigation of a party. What you're looking at is the slow disintegration of a political system as a going concern turned into a spectacle. Well, if, the, if, if that there is was, what is happening. W- well, if yeah. there was a cake, then it would certainly good, right? have been a party. Uh, it cannot be otherwise, yeah. Sue Grayocracies. And she's like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I have right. him now. Yeah. <laughs> Sue Gray gesturing to a young boy playing the nose flute <laughs> yeah. in the corner. But you, boy, <laughs> what say you to a cake? <laughs> but I, it is, it's, well, that's what I, I honestly think. Like, that is what we're looking at. It is mm. the, 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 the collapse of the state is sort of, I think, I don't yeah, know. We're looking, the, the we're the looking at a Byzantine, Ottoman, Sue Gray talking to a slave yeah. boy playing a nose flute. Absolutely. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. It's pretty <laughs> yeah. straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it does topple the government, like, to, to go back, yeah, to, who cares? Because to go back to the classical analogy, then we're just in a kind of, like, year of the four emperors scenario, but there are, like, a bunch of libs who believe that'll be a victory for yeah, democracy for some reason. strangled in the path <laughs> yeah, by yeah, the yeah, Praetorian right. guards. Oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> sick of Galber. I want Otho. Like, it's just, like, what? Nothing is going to change. They're just yeah. going to change well, the guy. It's more annoying than that. But it's going to be more, the same It's shit. more annoying than that because we get the retrospective angle, which is as soon as Otho has been deposed, people start going, oh, you remember Otho? He was kind of a girl boss. <laughs> <laughs> Otho was the most Galbos Roman emperor. Uh, could transition have saved her from being yeah. a Galbos? Uh, oh, um, perfect. Thank you, my yeah. um, uh, so, But it's, it is Galabos. because the problem with yeah with the year of the four emperors, right? This is not like a symptom of there being bad emperors. It's assist. It is what you're looking at is like a weakened and hollowed out society that's basically just ruled by whoever can grab the most military power. Hmm. What you're looking at is it's it's a symptom of institutional rot. It's and I think you know it's um but what's it? Uh, what sort of Tory and I'm, yeah the Tory years I'm, I'm setting you up for a beautiful bad. segue Please. here. But what if we monetize the rot? But what are you saying there's some kind of Vitellius waiting in the wings? <laughs> <laughs> Matt Hancock's back in front line politics. More like Mac Backcock, because he's back. <laughs> That's absolutely what yeah. I would call him in this scenario. Thank you. 
Um, yeah, he uh, he's back. He's making high-profile speeches, and mm. you'll never guess what his most recent high-profile speech was about. Eight. This is about how jacked he is now. It's about how the UK needs to be the world center for fintech and crypto. That's right. I was right. I was right. Apes. That's Fantastic. right. We need what this country needs is a special jubilee ape. Uh, <laughs> to uh, to well, we need to make Her Majesty the Queen uh, an NFT and also an ape yeah. smoking weed. If you want we an have, ape, we have aped in along with Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> If you want an ape, you should be able to have an ape as a treat, yeah. in moderation. Absolutely, yes. Uh, Matt Hancock returned to frontline politics, making a speech today about how one of the reasons that we need to be the, f- the center of cryptocurrency is because these things, I'm not kidding, increase transparency and decrease fraud. Didn't we just, didn't the government been just like experience. write off literal billions in COVID loan fraud? And didn't didn't only, didn't a, a sort of like relatively obscure minister resign in protest over this? Uh, look, look, mm. maybe. But what if there was like you could get an ape in there? What if you yeah. aped this well, particular y- y- dynamic? Donkey of, Kong got COVID. Yeah, line. as as like a COVID recovery thing, you get a government mm. rebate for an ape. <laughs> you you get a, No, you get a government ape. Yeah, yeah. everyone get no. Everyone gets yeah, the to national like, have service. like a yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone gets to have like Free a, at the point a, of an, use. an NFT profile picture. Uh, yeah, mm. whatever you want to use it for. Looking at, showing uh-huh. others, going on late yeah. night talk shows. You need someone to tear something to shreds. Use that government <laughs> no, no, ape. No, 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 no. no. You're talking about a real ape. This is in. This is a picture of an ape that you. Get oh, I see. Okay, yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, actually yeah. own the no, picture no, it's, either. It's, it's it, technically no, it's, what it's, you own is like a distributed uh, receipt for that ape. It's it's the Brit Ape Yacht Club, mm-hmm. right? Okay, uh, yeah, I see. yeah, and it's gonna be it's gonna be just absolute. It's, it's gonna it, be on I the keep, royal yacht. Probably the new I, one. I keep saying it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be absolute dog shit, indistinguishable from the normal ones. Um, we should replace yeah. the queen with an NFT. Yeah, let's get no with an ape. Yeah, mm. with an ape. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna replace mm. with queen ape. We could get like a Dunstan checks in situation, but like it's the queen and she's an ape. Her Majesty the ape. Mm. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> perfect. But like, I, what mm. I think is very funny, right? About I, I mean, look. Crypto is uh, it's much more than apes. It's also different Ponzi schemes. It's also a lazy um, yeah, there's also a lazy lion. Yeah, you you thought yeah. this was yeah. one scam? Oh no, it's hundreds. <laughs> because I just mm. find it very funny, right? Is that on the very same day that Matt Hancock makes this speech, like two different gigantic rug pulls happen worth like millions and millions Adam and Gertz millions. Is rubbing his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile in Beirut. Yeah. Well, oh, this is on Canada. It was an actually. illusion. Oh. Um, Meanwhile, in Beirut, Saskatchewan. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, like, there was a, a there was a blockchain called Time slash Wonderland. The blockchain was Wonderland. The token was Time. Mm. That was run by a guy called Sifu, whose real name was Michael Patra, and whose real name was something else. Oh, uh, oh, oh, it's Lionel Hutz. <laughs> well, well, yeah, AKA Miguel Sanchez. Yeah, kind of. Uh, he was. This is like cryptocurrency Lionel Hutz, right? And this this crypto Lionel Hutz ran an exchange in Canada called Quadriga. Which again, like, was a fake exchange that just took like huge amounts of money from people. We should be getting into fraud, man. We're in the wrong business. It's a growth industry, apparently. Yeah, but- and you can just get away with it. You just do it, and then you took a load of money off idiots, so no one cares. And then they're like, "Okay, yeah, you're and- rich now. You beat the game." It's knifey spoony again. Like, ah, oh, you worked out how to be rich. Okay, you're one of us now, so you're immune <laughs> from the law. And, yeah, like and, the and then, Ma- and yeah, then exactly, Matt Hancock yeah. like stands up in the House of Commons and goes, "Listen." There is no scam too dumb that I will not fall for. Uh, I I want Britain to be a repository of like of greatness in the wallet inspection industry. So 
I'll, I'll give you an example, right, of the kind of thing that Matt Hancock wants to come into the country. This is the time slash Wonderland use case. Don't worry if you don't get it, because remember, it all turned out to be a scam. Hmm. Dollar-pegged stablecoins have become an essential part of, the crypt- of crypto due to their lack of volatility as compared to other tokens. Uh-huh. So far, that's something we've talked about a lot. Users are comfortable with transacting with stablecoins, knowing they will hold the same amount of purchasing power today versus tomorrow. Do you know where they're going with this? Uh, fuck, no. They're being inflation bugs. They say false. The dollar is controlled by the U.S. government and the Federal Reserve, meaning a depreciation of the dollar is a depreciation of those stablecoins, i.e., your cryptocurrency is, is not going to be like your fantasy retreat from inflation. This is just a guy talking really fast while asking if, if I'll like lend him my watch. I <laughs> That's right. I, so, I love the way they state things that are obvious. Like, oh, so one stablecoin is one US dollar. And you know what that means? That means if the US dollar goes down in value, the stablecoin goes, yeah, I'm not an idiot. Also, like all of these people who are like, there's been a million percent, billion, trillion percent inflation since like we invented money. It's like all that means is that you think that a time traveler from the 1910s ought to be able to like buy a meal with the change they have in their pocket. That's all that that hmm. means. Yeah, it just doesn't right? mean it doesn't, anything. You know, because yeah. all of these things, they, they te- like the a lot of these things tend to rise, roughly speaking, in tandem with one another, which means like, the problem isn't that, like, is that wages are low because of inflation. They're low because of all of the factors that we talk about. But people like this... Like, no, say, but I no, like it inflation. when the number yeah. is small. Yeah. Number, number small. Number go down. Uh, and so basically, they were like, so we're going to have this non-pegged algorithmic stable coin called time. And it's going to be algorithmic, and it's not pegged to anything, but it's also stable I hate somehow. when the stable coin <laughs> is non-pegged. Yeah, <laughs> it can't be inflation in so, anything else, basically, other than like fiat currency. The, so the guy behind this, right, uh, ends up taking again like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of well, ether this out why, of this exchange. The, and people are like, yeah, this is why there's no million. This is why the there's no inflation in, in a stablecoin is mm-hmm. because they it immediately is revealed to be a scam before any of the structural things would kick in. Yeah, and the funny thing, of course. Is that like again? This thing is now completely worthless. You know, it was revealed to be a scam, uh, and, and and they were like, and the people who were like, look, we knew we were getting involved with this guy, but we believe everyone. You shouldn't judge people on their past. Everyone deserves second chances. That's right. That's right. That yeah. is very true. Which is a Matt Hancockian thing to think. Oh, so Matt Hancock deserves a second chance. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I, you know, I'd like to welcome him back with some kind of party. Perhaps we could get him like a yeah. cake. <laughs> uh, we could get him a Colin. Oh, it, how, 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 yeah, how happy yeah, yeah. would Matt Hancock be with a Colin the Caterpillar cake? <laughs> I think. I mean, I think he'd be delighted. I Matt, think he'd be momentarily confused. Matt Hancock shirtless, emerging from the serpentine, slicing himself <laughs> off a hunk of Colin. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, great. Re- ready to return to frontline politics now that everyone else has broken the COVID rules worse than him. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so happy for Matt, you know, he got out of the high-pressure ministerial job, he's run off with his love interest, no, they're I don't, like together I don't, no, now, I think he, he's looking no, jacked. No, I think he's a bachelor, I mean, he is looking jacked, and, oh, and, really? the thing, and the thing oh. that people refuse to admit is that he's looking good. He, he is looking, he's, he's, <laughs> I saw that video of him cli- climbing out of the lake and I was like, damn, Matt Hancock kind of so nice he's like, yeah, it, so though. he's like a sing, so yeah. he's like a single bachelor, mm-hmm. um, with loads of money. This is now the find Matt Hancock um, and girlfriend yeah. podcast. And, and, yeah. and he's like, yeah. And he's, and he's now just like pivoting fully into tech. Like what he wants is a big titty tech goth GF. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, yeah. and oh, we want to find it for him. We are going to find it. We're going to find him a gun girl. We're going to find him an ape. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get him. We're gonna, he's going to marry. If anyone was going to marry an NFT, it would be him. 
Um, <laughs> I bet somehow lose everything in the divorce. <laughs> got married to a chick. new thing of yeah. like NFTs themed around different supermarkets. Well, 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 cakes. well, you know, you know, you can get those NFT girlfriends now, right? Excuse me. Now you've always been able to get those. You've always you've been able to get those the whole time. It's gonna be a Boris Johnson party NFT, isn't it? No, fuck off. No, lo- no. Led by donkeys is gonna is gonna try to mint an <laughs> NFT, and they're gonna end up getting all of the money they get donated stolen from. I'm them. sorry, I was holding the lays. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 well, I didn't mean to. Uh, anyway, no. So that's 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 all. I, that's 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 the British stuff done. Uh, but I'm gonna put the British stuff over to one side, back in its little box, and uh, time to put away childish things. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Uh, and I, I think that's that's the last word. I think I really. Yeah, let's wanna... talk about let's go talk about some normal stuff. Yeah, unless something really fun or interesting happens in the ongoing like Tory Party civil war press, including the press. Yeah, like, unless, sure, maybe, unless like, like Liz Trust yeah. comes at Boris over the dispatch box with a knife, like yeah, that that's fun. That I, otherwise, whatever you know, yeah. it'll it'll collapse think, the government I, or it won't. Uh, it'll lead to like long structural change in the Tory Party or it won't. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm just here cares? playing with my fucking mosaic set, man. Yeah, shut right. up, don't it's, talk it's, to it, me. I think I, the conclusion the conclusion that I feel good coming to around the whole thing and ready to kind of put the saga away now mm. is that is that when sort of functionaries of the state become celebrities, things have gone badly wrong. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about the frontier, the frontiers that are being invented uh, by, of course, our um our our various uh, gods. Uh, and masters, yeah, as we know, uh, capital Marcus. needs a frontier to exploit, yeah. like more than its core. And so, uh, of course, as we know, with no frontier left uh, to go to, on <laughs> sitting in the imperial core, like <laughs> glad no one's going to imply any imply any <laughs> imperial violence to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, safe, <laughs> safe from that. Yeah. Oh, that's the one good thing about being in the core, baby. <laughs> yep. No matter what happens, the violence never comes here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so, uh, is that? Uh, our, our, it, I, mean, I want to focus a little bit on uh, Zuckerberg and Musk, their journeys uh, into conceptual frontiers. Mm. Uh, Zuckerberg, of course, through the ongoing, you can see the sort of the structure of this, of his dream of, of this thing called the metaverse, whatever Join it may be, me, emerging Chapo, uh, in front in of your eyes. In the frontier of the mind. But you could also talk about Musk, where he's has a, he has a new fr- he wants to create a new technological frontier, which is of course brain computer interaction through Neuralink. There have been developments in both, and I think there are interesting things to capture about both of them. Join me in the brain computer. <laughs> so uh, I want to talk first about Neuralink because I have less well, on we that. Can, than we can Meta. combine the two because eventually you'll be able to log on to the Metaverse with your Neuralink. You'll be able to be on the yeah, computer in your wait. computer. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. Levels uh, of so being on the computer await us that are hitherto unprecedented. <laughs> you think yeah. you're on the you'll... computer a lot now? No, you're going to be on the computer in ways you can't even imagine. I think Mark Zuckerberg wants the metaverse because he just wants to interact with people in an environment where they're all moving as jankily and clipping through the environment as he does in real life. <laughs> so, uh, basically, uh, Elon Musk's Neuralink company has hired a clinical trial director, which means they're ready to start human trials again uh, every time tesla announces something or elon musk's connected companies announce something they're like yeah it's going to be here in 10 minutes then it's just like a guy in a suit and they have no intention of ever making the real thing yeah and so the uh given uh you know the safety record of other elon musk projects the official trash future legal medical advice is volunteer for that trial oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. just completely Lie safe to them and get more than one put in <laughs> yeah that's right get one put in your dick as well mm-hmm. just right. in Absolutely. case so, so 
take all of this with a grain of salt that he predicted that he would already have these like inhuman skulls widespreadly widespread adopted by like 2020. Right. He predicted I, that. I and, don't like thinking yeah. about Elon Musk in reference to like skulls or like my skull. I, I, I don't. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, Elon Musk is something of a world eater. Uh, so yeah. I think he's he could you could think of him as like, you know, a throne of skulls, uh, brass, big axe. You know, he's got he's like he's the most coronate of the billionaires. That's sure. Um, yeah. No. So. Uh, so he is well, he was a higher clinical trial director for Neuralink. He says, as the clinical trial director, you'll work closely with some of the most innovative doctors and top engineers, as well as working with Neuralink's first clinical trial participants. You will lead and help build the team responsible for Neuralink's clinical act- research activities, developing the regulatory interactions, blah, 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 blah. You'll be furnished with, with a pool of rooms <laughs> upon yeah. whom to conduct experiments. And, I mean, just, just by the way, like... Not only does have all of Elon Musk's brilliant uh, tunnels under Las Vegas now like just filled up with cars that like explode if you look at them. His a lot of his cars explode if you look at them weird. Yeah, don't look at them. It's and, a biblical parable. <laughs> and also, yeah, it's, it's a biblical, te- biblically accurate Tesla. And also, additionally, uh, the fully self-driving tends to like you know kill people because yeah, oh, like, it, it hungers for blood, people of color. which is you know just yeah. In- yeah that's why he's a that's why he's a cornate. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, We've managed to build a racist <laughs> Tesla. Yeah, we didn't manage to build it. They built it already. It was already built. It's very, it, it's very smart. It's able to do racism. This is a level of advancement we didn't expect yeah. from cars. But, uh, we but, thought we were going to have to teach them racism over many finally years. Finally made a car that has become British. Yeah, but also, also on top of that, right? Um, just a few days ago, there was a, a revelation that like a popular Tesla third-party ex- ex- extension... Uh, which like so you can like you know track why is, your why are there Tesla mods like I get <sighs> yeah well hang on what happened was none of the ad default admin passwords were changed from admin and so one security researcher was just able to take control of like twenty five Teslas at random in California good. <laughs> and so this is the guy who's like I want to put a chip in your brain also the password is password so yeah <laughs> I, I got the fucking Neuralink installed and now a Macedonian teenager has control of my right arm <laughs> it's like it, well, awesome. it's kind of like that movie uh, that really bad movie uh, Gamer. I don't know if any of you remember uh, that. Oh, oh, like, do, do you remember oh. the movie Gamer with Gerard Butler? I, yeah, I where he, remember Gerard, where he has control. Gamer. Yeah, where where they get controlled by teenagers, uh, and I think all of the all of the like, the kind of real life players are prisoners, right? Yeah, I think yeah, it's like yeah. A similar, it's like a similar premise. Um, it's sort of yeah, in so reverse, right? Because like instead <laughs> instead of a Macedonian teenager being able to make uh, Gerard Butler like say the N word or whatever, uh, <laughs> it, it, instead it's just you know you, you haven't done anything wrong or been accused of doing anything wrong. You're not a prisoner. You've, you if anything, you have to pay for the privilege of getting a Macedonian teenager to make you say the N word. On the other hand, you do now have a bulletproof excuse for being racist. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's that's that's. You, the you can drop cost, any you know? slur you want at any time, and all you have Weirdly, to do is turn your head slightly and tap the Neuralink a couple of times and yeah. go like, ah, oh, the fucking they fucking got me again, you, man. You can yeah, you, no, you no, can no, wear no, one no, of sorry, those. Not cup. believable, not believable. Macedonian teens would only have you saying terrible things about Greeks and yeah, territory. so I'd be indistinguishable yeah. from the way I already. You, you am. You can wear one of those like yes, cards, like on the bus. So like when you kind of just like <laughs> a special s- lanyard, <laughs> yeah. Like when you kind of go off, yeah, on a genocidal terrain against I'm, Serbians. I'm exempt from the slurs, <laughs> like a little TFL badge. <laughs> it's if just think about how badly Teslas fuck up constantly, right? How like how janky and shitty this technology actually hmm. is. 
and I, I don't know is this what you want in your in your brain because it's like it's it's the flying cars thing about technology where it's like yeah well technology means more faster yeah well, i mean the thing is right? like it's it's always going to be possible to be like this is insanely dangerous because that's all human trials that's why you do the trials right but like well this is dangerous edits this is this is a, like what if Merck like did all of their shit in a bathtub. Yeah, that's exactly my point. Yeah. It's like, okay, fine, doing human trials that that's that's important and that's worthwhile. Doing human trials about stuff you don't know anything about, that's also fine because that's the point of doing them. If you then agree to do the trial and you walk in and it's a, a South African man with a bathtub full of ice, then I think you're entitled to go. All right, I've been hired to do some work. <laughs> okay, this guy needs some tests. Clinical so, director like, Jerk <laughs> Vanderclerk. He's, right. he's yeah. technically remember, a doctor yeah. now. Remember, right, uh, is that the fig leaf explanation for the Neuralink thing has always been it's going to be used to help people with disabilities. Mm. So what, it, what Elon Musk is, has said, though, right, is that this is also because general AI is going to outpace humanity so much that we are going to need to stay relevant in the workplace by interacting with the computer without being mediated by our stupid hands. Yeah, you need to you right? need that to be the on point. the computer more in order to achieve yeah, productivity. Is, yeah. And so it's a vision of the future that's about, well, we go on the computer a lot now. What if we could go on the computer more, and as you say, Alice, in ways <laughs> we've it, never possibly like, imagined? There's another thing going on here, which is like the reasons why things are like rotting and things are falling apart. It's because, like, you know, everything is terrible in ways that we've explored. And the, the sort of the, the thinking here that Neuralink or, like, uh, the Metaverse or any other way of being on the computer will fix this is sort of like going, okay, well, if it takes, like, one person ten minutes to dig a hole, then if I get, like, you know, 600 people, it'll be done in a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, I, I, on top of all of that, you know, it's um. Do not check my it, math on not, that. I'm yeah. not confident yeah. that I know how many <laughs> seconds are in ten minutes. You're not asking. You're not. Um. You're not asking. So whether or not the holes should be dug. You're not being liberated from digging holes. And also, it's just no. You, you make it. You make are, it faster, yeah. which is its own thing. Is that like the only thing that's available? What if you to dug us? the hole with your brain, it, it, it's like doing like French futurist maximalism, where like the only permissible question and answer is the word faster. But it's also like. That just doesn't work that way. There's diminishing returns. There's only so much you can be on the computer. I'm on the computer as much as I can be. I'm jacked in to the fucking cyber zone. <laughs> well, also, there's, there's another thing on top of this, right? Which is the paradigms don't extend infinitely. Mm. You know, you can't replace... A, you can't just keep making faster, more automatic cars... Because eventually you run up against like the fact that they're going to be either crash into each other so often uh, with horrible casualties, like blowing buildings down or whatever. Or alternatively, you're going to have to make them so complicated that you have you've you, you've hit this point of diminishing well, marginal returns. Thing, you have right? to start is, questioning is... why do we have, for example, cars? Why do we have humans interacting with computers in this way to like process or data? Or the new flash? Because, this this yeah. is the like it's yeah. the big structural issue with capital that we're trying to get to get to the you know resolve the contradiction of is this uh, sort of like. This debate that, on the one hand, right, uh, you you can't have like an infinite frontier. You, you at some point you have to have some sort of material cost that eventually the frontier is going to run out. You ha- you can't just move on to strip mine the next thing because you're going to run out of that. Versus, uh, no, we won't. 
<laughs> and it yeah. turns out yeah. that just yeah. saying yeah. no, we won't has worked out remarkably yeah. well. Yeah, we have to keep making a car that will that we can keep selling for more, and this progress has to keep faster, going. Faster, we have to keep, faster, yeah. faster. Yeah. And, and so, even if the frontier isn't physical or somewhere in cyberspace, like the, with Meta, the frontier is pure a, a fake frontier. Obviously, it's not a real mm. thing. But the frontier is is just conceptually more and faster. This constant movement, and it's the movement that's kind of killing everybody. I want to talk a little bit about the patents that Meta has recently filed in terms of answering the question, how are we going to be profitable when people are no yeah. longer on Facebook? They're instead uh, on a VR headset, uh, dancing around their the living rooms. new ways to make yeah. you be on the computer. And the, the sort of various peripherals that you're going to use on, 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 on the metaverse, like your, your weighted vest, your, your, your uh, chastity cage, your... Uh, La la laser on. whip, uh, a cock ring. Wait, hang on. Laser whip's not a real one, is it? collar. Is laser whip is laser whip a real one, or is that one you've no, made you, up? No, you're going to use the laser whip to like whip through. Uh, it's definitely not going to oh, be like you okay. used against you in order to make you work okay. in the data mines. Understood. Um, okay, but uh, I've, I've, I don't know if you, if you've all seen that. Um, uh, that 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 new ad for the Horizon Worlds that's gone around, mm. where it's like. The lady in her pajamas in her in her flat, yeah. just like there, uh, dancing around with her, um, you know, VR controller. While her husband, while uh, her husband behind her is doing dishes, she mm -hmm. is uh, hanging out in the metaverse and just flirting with guys. That's feminism. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That's right. And it's, hey, in in the metaverse, you can drink black coffee through a crazy straw, and then it cuts to a woman wearing the metaverse headset in real life, drinking black coffee through a crazy straw in real. It's basically a, it, it's it's they have somehow weedened more than anyone could have thought possible. <laughs> but in her VR world, she's sucking off a guy. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness for that. And um, you too can the do the proper that. technique yeah, right. sucking you can, you off can a, guy, a guy like you're drinking no a shitload of coffee through a really long bendy straw. Yeah, it's the it is it is the soyest ad for dystopia I think I have ever seen. Uh, it's it goes to I mean that would be funny if she was if in the real life she was just drinking the coffee through a regular straw and the utility of the metaverse was that it made her believe the straw was crazy. <laughs> Any straw can be crazy in the metaverse. Yeah, like I'm sucking off a guy in real life, but then in the metaverse his dick's all fucked yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all kinds of like weird spirals and stuff. Finally, and I'm like, oh. You think that's yeah. coffee you're drinking? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, in the metaverse, uh, my staircase in my house is one step shorter. So every time I go down there, I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, but I mean, again, it's like it really adds excitement. It's yeah. it's yeah, it's like second. It, we've said this before, right? It's a combination of like Second Life and PlayStation Home and, and PlayStation Home and Project Milo and oh, yeah, Project Milo. all these things, right? <laughs> It is. It, there is nothing there. Everything about it, every release of it, is incredibly like buggy and shitty. And again, Facebook is trying to push the bounds of like an AI-enabled supercomputer to try and create the metaverse. Get this thing that nobody fucking wants looks like shit. Um, too. Yeah, it looks like shit. Is shit. No one really can explain what it is. Well, what it is is it's another frontier, right? But the frontier isn't the actual digital space. The frontier isn't you. It's the it's the amount of information that Facebook is then able to capture. I don't about like you. how philosophical this is getting. I would have preferred that we had dumber capitalists, so that when they ran out of frontiers, the thing that they decided to do was much like NFTs are, uh, simply lie about there being a frontier and go like, it, it, yeah. you, "No, you can't see it. It's, totally it's in the back." There. 
yeah, so yeah, this yeah. is why I want. I, I, I was less about this sort of you know uh, moronic. We've uh, discovered Africa ad. too. <laughs> less, less, <laughs> Don't ask me any questions yeah. about it. Less than the sort of moronic, sort of terrible you know ad that sort of says you too can be like the cool HR person in the metaverse. I want to look at the patents that 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 meta. Yeah, so the laser whip and the the cock ring so, and so forth. So uh, essentially, right? Uh, they've looked at. Uh, systems for tracking microfacial expressions through a headset that will then adapt media content based on those responses. So if you look at a McDonald's and frown, they'll show you a Burger King. And if you frown again, they'll keep showing you different fast casual yeah, restaurants you until you frowning, smile. It'll detonate the little suicide squad bomb in the back of your head. Mm. <laughs> this is this is very bad for us because I imagine that everyone listening to Trash Future is frowning constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's also a wearable magnet. This is it from the FT, by the way. There's a wearable magnetic sensor system that's to be placed around the, the torso for, quote, body pose tracking, mm-hmm. uh, which, in, which again... Tells you if you're jacked. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but uh, that's, uh, the patent includes sketches of a, wearer, a user wearing the device, but appearing in virtual reality as a soldier complete with a sword and armor. Oh, okay. But again, they can track if you're leaning into something, what your movements I'm are. I'm always because leaning into something. Sheryl Sandberg's working on this project. <laughs> uh, but, right... They also say uh, another patent proposes a, quote, avatar personalization engine that can create three-dimensional avatars uh, based on photos, including using tools called a, I'm not kidding here, skin replicator. (laughs) Okay. This is fucking Warhammer 40,000. I mean, well, no, what this actually is, is ripping off the, like, your face in the game thing that, like, uh, EA has been trying to put in every sports game for the past 20 years. Yeah, like, you could... You could be a running back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally. You could post a like a JPEG of your face from your like shitty webcam. Over- <laughs> it should be over your it. body in the game. Wow, that's like true. you should be able to be like a statted up like well, linebacker, but with like weighing like 150 pounds somehow, <laughs> just being like really thin. Well, so this is quoted in the FT. The Meta. This is they were talking to an academic about this. Meta aims to be able to simulate you down to every skin pore, every strand of hair, please, and every micro movement. Don't do that. <laughs> To me. The objective is to create 3D replicas of people, places, and things so hyper-realistic and tactile that they're indistinguishable from what's real, and then to intermediate any range of services between you oh and God, them. God, oh God, are we in the metaverse already? They're, they're undertaking a global human cloning program, but for the purposes of targeted advertising. This is cool. Th- th- the the <laughs> dumbest possible way of doing the Matrix. It's in order to sell you, to sell you what? Like fucking McDonald's. Sex dildos. Sex dildos. I, uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah, look. Well, because like the, that's the reason that like, I mean, the other reason that sort of everything gets dumped into either advertising or war is that that's where you put overproduction, where you can't like sell anything domestically. Is a- advertising is there to induce demand, and war is there to suck up excess. Yeah, and then sooner or later, you will be able to like uh, take control of soldiers from within the metaverse and make them say the n word. <laughs> why am I? Why am I getting all these targeted ads for javelin missile systems? <laughs> right, it's um. Uh, oh, sorry, I was still like... logged into the thing. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it appears to be an old Soviet Polaris missile. Uh, so the um, well, wait, this is the idea of trying to make an advertisement that's so perfect that you can induce any demand in anyone is basically like i I don't see how you get you can move to another level of of um sort of fixing say uh what you might call some inherent contradictions that are um uh, present in a certain economic system right smash cut to riley in 10 years in the metaverse being shown a 3d rendering and it's like 
we found a new Niagara escarpment. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Extend yeah, all the way across. This now. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are, I'm, I'm sure there's like some unique microclimates in the metaverse somewhere. Hmm. So yeah. it's um, well, in the metaverse, every microclimate is a yeah. unique microclimate. That's right. That's correct. Another another patent explores how third parties could sponsor an object in a virtual store that mirrors the layout of a retail Fuck store. Sake. So, yeah, you could go an to object. The, you could go to the mall and For get advertised to by Claire there. <laughs> yeah, Claire's this, rather this Claire. display rack Claire. of crisps. It barely has enough to afford to live, yeah. <laughs> but for just two pounds a month. Yeah, you could go to the mall. There's a kiosk there, except you're in your house still, mm-hmm. uh, and you're wearing like a headset, and you're going to the mall, and maybe you're wearing. And the, the dream, of course, of these people is always to merge uh, Web three in the metaverse, right? That you can wear the NFT of your sunglasses, all that shit. Zoomers can yeah. finally hang out at the '90s mall yeah. in the metaverse. Mm-hmm. That's right. Except yeah. like. They're all seeing a slightly different ball that's designed to induce as much consumption as possible in them, mm. which is great. Mm. I can't wait to do all of these things that are. <laughs> it's like DMT, kind of. Everyone sort of sees their own thing, you know. It's, it's like well, it's, it's, it's hyped as DMT, but the effects are more like Datura. Yeah, like we are one person's like, oh, I saw a lot of ads for, uh, I don't know, like Pandora bracelets or whatever. And the other one's like, oh, I was mostly getting fucked by an alligator that was like <laughs> 100 feet high. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, children. So, like, like, yeah, there's there's all of this all of this discussion, right? Of oh, how to fix Downing Street, how to fix the culture of non-accountability, whatever. All of these, you know, things that are ultimately uh, unimportant, boring nonsense. There are there are actual things that are happening that like just zero effort is being directed towards opposing. Uh, and I'm, of course, I'm talking about the final sort of killing strokes of the well, uh, against the welfare state are sort of being laid, right? Uh, the, the long process of the welfare state becoming that in name only is sort of continuing and is you know about to like yeah you know, like the tax bill was kind of that for uh the for the US yeah, yeah, yeah. right there's the the kind of just the, the the federal government just kind of saying you know what more of the of of american life is just you're but on really, your own this doesn't have yeah. any hot generals in it so how am i supposed to pay attention to it yeah, there's no there's no fun characters to pay attention to. Uh, no, Just no one in the news. Misery. You know what would have improved? Yeah. Uh, I am Daniel Blake is having a hot general in there. Yeah, yeah. they should have brought in General Grievous to do down. <laughs> should have brought General Grievous so, and I am Daniel Blake. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, so right, but let's, and and this is the, what I'm talking about. Of course, is like again the thing that if we actually like had uh, any kind of politics that was grounded in peri- people's mis- material existence of their lives, as opposed to like. You know, a, a glorified debating club where people bandy the definition of the word party back and forth, then we'd be making more of a big deal of the fact that, like, there is a seismic change to universal credit coming. And I think it's related in some ways to, so, uh, more of, to some of the things we've been talking about on recent episodes. So the Tories feel like they're kind of administrators who've been brought in to wind up the failing company that is yeah, turning yeah, the oh, lights out, putting all the chairs <laughs> yeah, up yeah. on the tables. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not doing a like Qatari investor rescue of Britain. We're doing a like uh, you know paying off as much of the creditors as possible, winding it up as a going concern the, type administration. The tantalising prospect of an episode of Bar Rescue, but the bar is Britain. Yeah. Gordon Ramsay's country nightmares. <laughs> oh, there's yeah. fucking ingredients yeah. in this. Yeah, <laughs> you call this a train? It's fucking shit. <laughs> so it's not uh, a great Ramsay, but I tried my best. I mean, I believed it. Yeah. So what are we, what I'm talking about the changes to universal credit, uh, some of their some of the most important ones are sort of 
generally a tightening of sanctions. But the big one that caught me was they're reducing the amount of time you have to like look for a job in your preferred sector yeah. from three months to four well, weeks. Well, the thing is, right, this is, this is a panacea for the economy like shitting itself, because now we can just move everybody into whatever they need. You're a lorry driver now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, if there's one thing that we learned from 2008, it's that when you cut all of the social safety net, it's really good for the economy, especially in times when the economy is bad. Yes, that's right. And it never has untoward well, consequences. At the risk of doing a sort of led by donkeys thing here, I will say that the, the important thing about sanctions and the reason why benefit sanctions are necessary is because if you don't have extremely punitive and unpredictable enforcement of rules, then people might start thinking that they can just go out and have a drink and some cake in their garden. <laughs> uh, well, it's the uh, also right. Like the what what they're doing is they're saying you know you you have to get take any job, and I think it's no coincidence, right, that this is another way that capital is dealing with the Great Resignation. I mean, say capital as again the monolithic edifice of the British state, party system, capital, etc., all being this part of one big block that has yeah, different awful faces. We're, we're going to bring Corvée back, and you're going to have to work a shift building a giant, like, uh, glowing orb in East London. Mm. Or the workhouse. That could be Ooh, fun. Oh, yeah, we could bring back those. the workhouse. You know, I've been saying for a long time that we don't get enough opportunities to wear, like, stripy waistcoats and pocket watches and just kind of, like, you know, deny orphans food. So the the specific policy we're talking about here, it's it's being introduced by Therese Coffey. It's sort of again, it's coming out as the well, while Boris is doing his like, no, please don't you like me? I'll do anything you want for like the more uh, you might say ambitious. Uh, um, for the almost like we talked about before, these restive, rebellious, and um somewhat ungovernable parts parts of the right that just want their um insane dreams realized no matter the cost. And of course, and so Therese Coffey introduces this. Right, it's key. The way to work campaign, it's yeah. called, uh, which focuses on, uh, on, on again, like it says, it's focused on filling on filling vacancies, as though again, like the vacancies are just there to be filled. That humans are these formless lumps of clay yeah, that can just be beaten into shape it, by the labor market. It's Operation Red Meat, and you are the red meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's your job as a human to fill a vacancy. Mm. With your we meat. talked about before how how like. There are different ways of responding to the Great Resignation. There have been uh, increased efforts at unionization. There have been some, uh, you know, various like you know, uh, enterprising Web three quote unquote organizations like Brain Trust that we talked about, right? That's like a fake form of worker empowerment, but that's like themed as worker empowerment. There are people doing, you know, like like Zoom concerts with uh, the cast of various Broadway shows and so on and so on. People are trying to figure it out. And the British state is doing all it knows how to do, which is solve a problem by threatening to starve mm. people, essentially. Um, and I mean, if I would have infinite respect for someone who went on hunger strike to avoid becoming a podcaster. <laughs> they keep giving me podcaster at the job center and I won't do it. And fair enough. And they, of course, they always talk about how this is to support people into work faster and that those are capable of work. We're expected to search more widely. What it also means is like, again, it's. The, the way that Britain, the British state, tends to conceive of these issues is it only ever looks at one side, right? It never looks at, say, the available jobs, where they are, what sector they're uh, in, or indeed, the transforming uh, nature well, uh, of work. Uh, say, for instance, right, you are out of work, you're on universal credit, and say you actually, you, you want to, you feel able to, and you, you, you want to do a new job, you want to do something else. 
Is the government going to help you to get to that new job? Is it going to help you to like get trained in how to do it? No, of course not. What it is going to do is if you struggle with any of those things, it's just going to cut your benefits. Uh, and if you want to know what the reviews of this thing are, again, like there's boasting about the reviews they're getting uh, for this policy from like business leaders around the UK. Uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Gao. <laughs> oh, from blood yeah, sucking this, this, this vampire says this <laughs> blood is delicious. <laughs> this vampire says you can keep your benefits if you can spend just one night in his house. <laughs> The, the VP, this is the VP for customer yeah. fulfillment at uh, Amazon UK. He must mm. be a nice Amazon guy. is a great yeah. company. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon is proud to offer excellent career opportunities to job seekers. Again, mm. just listen to any episode we've done with like Alex Press about this. Oh, you'll get an opportunity, all right, to do mm -hmm. stuff. Yep. You'll How do you like putting things in a box? <laughs> and wait, fuck, it's all just like the phone jacker uh, Pierre sketch. Does anyone remember this? This is a real 2000s deep cut, but where he, he phones up a guy who's, myself. who's lifted himself in, in the yellow pages as a drummer that you can hire for events. And he's like, hello, Pierre, you're a drummer, correct? And he's like, e yeah. And he's like, can you keep the beat, Pierre? And he's like, uh, yeah. And he's like, how about 15 hours? <laughs> he's like, what? And he's like, it's for an event. Brum, bum, bum, brum, bum, bum. That's yeah. basically what Amazon are like. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, and you have to take that job. Yeah, that's right. You have <laughs> yeah. to go and keep the event at the weird, to keep the beat at the weird mm -hmm. sex event. Because the, the if the thing to remember about sort of any kind of work for welfare or uh, any kind of any any kind of tightening of the um, benefit system for like unemployed people, right? Any kind of tightening of that will always be in aggregate a move in favor of bosses, right? Because it means that you are less able to go find another job. You have less time to go find another job. Uh, you have. If you it, they could means the boss can do more to you before like you can decide to quit really just because they've changed the um the incentive structure outside. But right? do you know who's a subset of bosses? Girl bosses. Mm -hmm. So no one knows yeah. if it's good or not. No, that's right. Yeah. Uh. So it it's 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 why like you know in in the U.S. they have like the, a new form of uh, you know serfdom where uh, if you quit your job at at a healthcare company for example they can say well. You can't work for another healthcare company until your previous one fills the vacancy. Uh, so they fought it through, like you know, the over overbearing and overpowerful American uh, court system, where again, like you know, some judge will just like get elected from the local chapter of the Federalist Society, and then you know, decide. It's that, just a guy who used to own yeah. a McDonald's franchise yeah. who's now a federal judge for yeah. some reason. Well, that, yeah, I mean that that kind of thing happens. Uh, oh, and, more yeah. often than not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and in the UK, it's through like that. In the UK, right. The stick version of the response to you know people leaving their jobs in sort of this brief moment where almost by accident labor has kind of labor small case L has just more power than historically it had been getting uh, in the re in recent years right the stick version that we've used is to use our um, extremely uh, draconian uh, centralized and cruel uh, benefit system. And so, it's really good for the economy because when you have some guy who gets laid off from being like a fucking civil engineer or some shit, which is a job that there aren't loads of because there aren't many of those people and they, you know, need some benefits to tide them over. And then you're like, no, you have to go and work at a fucking Amazon warehouse because that's the soonest available job. That's mm -hmm. a great use of that person and their mm -hmm. skills. Yeah. And it's good. And there's no problem with it. Well, it's I mean, again, this is something that's it's been happening. Of that's course, kind of like, an obtuse example. Yeah. 
because yeah. that's unlikely to happen. I'm not sure but, like, that that's it the sort is of thing that does happen. And like the the, the, yeah. the other thing is right. I think it's a question of prioritizing, right? Like if the bridge that you're driving on falls down because there's no civil engineers, like. That's that's mm. stochastic and like you know that's also. But you've never been getting Amazon parcels faster. <laughs> yes, all those guys. Genuinely, are, oh, no. yes. Yeah, I, think, I, think, I think oh, fuck, I think yeah. it's a, a pretty calculated bet that it matters more to most people that they get their treats on time than that the bridge they're driving on has a you know slightly lower risk of collapsing. Well, it's the uh, it, like I think the the way to understand it right is all of these moves. Are just it's just the the state saying to employers specifically like Amazon or Hayes or or others of these like shitty uh, uh, sort of either uh, uh, poor uh, with poor conditions low pay or low predictability jobs and employers like hey you take control of just more people's lives more of the time because it's a way of because they they always have a vacancy and it's just a way of kind of grinding people into those. You know, worse positions because again, it's all done at the threat of you're going to starve, and we in fact will starve you. And I mean, we've got this history of you know these lo- huge numbers of people dead from austerity. The individual stories of people who've essentially been like not just sort of not just sort of social murder where this happens on a diffuse scale, but who've basically been murdered by the DWP directly. And we're saying we are going to do more of that with uh, where we are going to empower them more. And we are going to intensify this system basically because there was this brief reprieve where cer- a certain subset of workers in this country had, co- had certain conditions uh, alleviated for them. I mean, I think it's, it almost goes to show the inverse as well, right? Which is that if you, remo- if you can alleviate any condition, like the uh, eviction moratorium is a good example, right? The eviction moratorium meant that for a while, there was one fewer thing that was going to just come down on you like a hammer if you left your shitty job with terrible pay and a terrible boss, right? And that, and that these things, if any of them happen, they create enormous amounts of, of worker empowerment. And the problem is, right, is if you have a sort of a, a very sort of strong, politically ambitious trade union movement, uh, then, and that, that's big enough, that can take advantage of and channel it. And if you don't, then people just quit their jobs and get better jobs and, you know, wages go up and that's all good, but, you know, could be better. And, you know, it just, it just goes to show, I think, like how much they had to react to things getting better even a little bit that it's, if you want that fighting this kind of thing is about fighting it directly, uh, but it's also about fighting things. It's also about joining like tenants unions, sure. but like, right? I, it's I, about I, like reducing. I, I, yeah, I think sorry. you're like, I, I disagree slightly in terms of where the desperation is, right? Like... I think that uh, this is a sort of a policy that's like uh, primarily done because, as red meat, it's easy. It's easy for the government to do. Like certainly, they would have done it anyway. Uh, certainly, it like benefits them in all of the ways that you're saying. But I think it is very much kind of a like, uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll throw the CBI some fucking uh, like some more job seekers. You're welcome. You know, now please, please, please support Boris. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, I think both of those things can be true sure. at once, right? Which is you have is is these diffuse reasons, right? The, these things I'm talking about are why this is such easy red meat. And I think you know the and that the main reasons that they haven't done it yet are that, as you were saying earlier, Milo, like the British sort of the the British establishment more broadly sees its goal as like the orderly winding down of the UK. Uh, or I guess sorry, 
the Labour Party now sees itself as <laughs> sort of overseeing a, the orderly an, winding an down of the UK. Extremely like, extremely yeah. conservative, extremely socially fascist thing that's also like winding itself up. Yeah. I love to live in Colonia yeah. dignitas. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas the Tory Party is all about the disorderly unwinding of the UK. <laughs> You know, we're, we're instead of slowly paring back the state's ability to reproduce society, they're just hacking off big chunks. But they're both they're, that's what they're both concerned with. But I think what we're seeing here is like is an example of, yeah, as you say, Milo, like, uh, well, we're going to just continue winding down the state, winding down the state until basically like why bother doing anything but having generals in charge because you're on your own. Yeah. Well, and this is the point where I'm kind of like, it's, it's funny that this is still red meat to the CBI. Because you presume there have got to be some people at the top of big companies in the UK who are like, in the long run, this is bad. Like, it's not good for, uh, like, it's it's genuinely not as good for capital as it first seems. Aside yeah. from all the ways in which it's bad for, like, the people who are going to be fucking crushed by it. Well, that's because capital capital is rational, but it doesn't mean it's perfectly rational. No. Um, it's, uh, in fact, it's, you could say it's an extraordinarily irrational way. Uh, to allocate the benefits and burdens of social cooperation that will eventually implode on its own short-sightedness. Counterpoint, no, it won't. (laughs) Yeah, Steve Baker thinks it won't, so I'm going to go with him. Yeah, of course. But uh, otherwise, to answer your question a bit sincerely, Milo, right? Like, there are segments of... uh, There are... Capitals isn't monolithic. Like, you see... That kind of long-termism is more sort of apparent in certain sectors of the uh, certain sections of the finance industry insurance and pensions um but like if you're talking about just like the cbi where your job is get people in warehouse move goods or put thing together or or pick pick vegetable whatever you don't care because that's that's like um hey hey you know you know you you really need low paid workers for your warehouse that makes like uh, trinkets and googles and such like you know if these economies fucked, no one's gonna buy those. You, do you do you know that? Are you familiar with that as a concept? Uh, well, look. I mean, last time what we did was uh, massively uh, extend credit, uh, and then of course continue to destroy the state further to see if that would work. Yeah. So and and, and, and we, we'll we don't. See. Yeah, and it we did. We don't know. Maybe <laughs> next time. Mm. Yeah. Let's do the same thing again and presume the result will be mm-hmm. different. It's called the definition of business. Hi everyone, it's me, Milo. When we were recording this episode, uh, we got too excited about the concept of eating dinner and forgot to actually wrap up the episode. So, hey, that was the episode. We have a Patreon. It's $5 a month. You can subscribe to it. You get bonus episodes. You know the drill by now. Also, I have shows coming up. If you want to come and see Smoke Comedy, 15th of February, 8pm at the Seckford, there is a link in the description to my website, which is where all the tickets for all the shows are. Similarly, I'm also doing a show in Prague on the 20th of February, uh, which is in English. And there's also a Russian show in Prague, which you can also come to, which I think is on the 19th or the 18th. Doesn't matter. You'll find it. You'll find it. The links are there. Please come to those. And uh, also on the 8th of February, so even sooner, I am doing a Russian show in London uh, just like running over some jokes, running over? No, not exactly. Running, <laughs> running through some jokes to see if they are good ahead of doing the shows in Prague. So, um, if you want to come to any of that, just get a ticket. Otherwise, we will see you on the bonus feed on Thursday. Bye. <laughs>